Hamilton's gonna try again this time on the inside of Continental! Kimmy, what happened? It's fun. This is getting manipulated, man. Is that clock? Is that clock going slowly? It is! That's clock! I am stupid. I switch off everything. Okay, he put me off the track. I think you have to leave the space. All the time you have to leave the space. It's James, please hold position. I'm sorry. Hey! Hey! Steering wheel, somebody tell him to give it to Five seconds, it's a yay! Welcome everyone to the Reosik podcast for this week. My name is Orgo Shubayan is here with me. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Broken Ferraris. Uh, that, ch- that our favorite Chuck Leclerc has bro- broken in Monaco. All right, I mean, all right. All right. We, yeah. we will get into that, but come on. He, he shouldn't get all the you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, accolades yeah, for know, breaking the Ferrari. <laughs> his, his teammate is doing most of the hard lifting there. That's true. I mean, how can we not credit his esteemed teammate? Yeah, yeah, of course. Honestly, but he cannot catch a break. Like, oh, well, Shashal literally couldn't catch a break. Um, <laughs> but it's it's kind of not his fault. Like, you know, um, the brake pedal was apparently broken in, right. in, in that first. So anyway, for, for anyone who doesn't know what we are talking about, so Charles Leclerc last weekend uh, was driving in the historical Grand Prix. Oh, is it Grand Prix or historical yeah. event? Yeah, something I'm historical sure. race, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah okay, mm, that changes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the historical race, whatever event in in uh, around the Monaco track, and he was dr- driving uh, Nicky Lauda's Ferrari from yeah. back in the day, and he binned it. Yep. He built <laughs> it in Raskas. And yep. um, yeah, and, and they, they, they just it seems like they will have to repair that Ferrari pretty extensively. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's, it's going to be a voodoo for him because he, as, as we know, like he has never finished a race. He, well, most <laughs> of the time he, he didn't even start a race right. uh, around Monaco. Like it, it was kind of on brand for him, right? I mean, they, oh, everyone yes. is like, yeah, of course. I mean, of course he broke it. Someone was saying that, why even give him the car at Monaco? If it's a historical <laughs> car, Nicky Lauda's car, why even give him that? <laughs> have, have someone else. I know, that. right? Yeah. But, well, to be fair to him, it I just felt like that moment was ripe for a crash. It just reminded me of Baku last year. Right. <laughs> Verstappen was just running away with the race. He had, yeah. he had built up like, I don't know, 10 seconds gap. He yeah. was running P1, then Checo, then Lewis. Yeah. And I remember Crofty, and I don't know, was it? I think it was Paul de Restra. They were like, oh, today he has driven so masterfully. He has command of his blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It was great. And maybe he also had like brought there some kind of shit going on. And they were like, yes, he's coming home. And then within the lap, the tire bra busts, and then he's in the wall. And yeah. this time around, yeah, I, I was just watching the replay and then it felt like it was Jack Nichols, probably, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, mm. He was saying, ah, he, here is the champion leader. He's leading the ch- ch- championship in F1 and he's taking <laughs> us around, blah, blah. And then not even half a lap. <laughs> like within seconds of it, he was like, oh, oh no, my. he's in the wall. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, <laughs> it's almost like the yeah. commentator's cars, as they say. Oh, yes. like coming through. 
yeah that's yeah it's it's weird you could it? say it's coming like if you were i'm sure if you were watching it like you'll be like don't say that man Where yeah <laughs> it, it never ends well yeah that is true that is true. it's anyway we we wish him all the luck for first of all barcelona then monaco where, yeah, yes and know. we also wish rest up in all the points because you know <laughs> he's not going to finish but that, right. yeah that that's yeah. that's the old joke yeah. yeah true 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 it's like it's you know the ferraris uh, are are you know are in the habit of pinning it right now in this kind of races and red bulls are yeah, and, exploding but you know last year it was totally their fault like Binotto was so confident, like, yeah, we have done this ultrasound, and it's the car seems to be fine. And the first thing he takes the car out of the plunk, and they're like, guys, something yeah. is not right back there. Like, oh no, you're, yeah. you're supposed to start P1, and then like, that was so heartbreaking. They should have just, yeah, you know, I know, I know. yeah, they, oh, why, they why do the they glory. do Why do they do ultrasound of a car? I don't know, it's, it's not it's a like baby. A baby. Yeah, just fucking do a fucking MRI, man. It's <laughs> to give you more confidence. Dude, seriously. Yeah, come sorry. On. That's a bad joke. You should, I know. Come on. <laughs> you should be poked with a pitchfork for, for that. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know why? why? Not because it's not that joke. You cannot do an MRI of a metal. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's half the reason why FIA is behind Lewis's ear. Yeah, that's right. off. Yeah. That's right, yeah. If you, yeah, if, if you get injured, we're gonna do it. They might like, okay, how about some barriers around the, you know, around man? Yeah. Yeah. 51G impact, we don't care, so we care about all the earrings. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like the same thing when I, when you know, these sweatshop type plants, they, cre- they create nets around the window so that if someone jumps out, they catch them in the net. How about oh, we improve the working condition, man? Instead of catching oh, them in the it's, the same Yeah, way. it's just it, it's money, isn't it? It's it, yeah. honestly, it's just money. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's just yeah. it's we funny. went really That's dark it. for a moment. Yeah, yeah. Let's not go there with like our phone. Right, right, but right. True. Talking about <laughs> talking about replays. Did you see that save in the indie car by Colton Harta? No, I don't think I don't think I you have. Haven't. Oh God! Anyone who hasn't watched watched it, they should just—I mm. don't know—go to Reddit or YouTube or come on. I, I shouldn't have to explain, but <laughs> just just go and and just just search Colton Harta save in. Oh yeah, yeah I have, I have. Oh, it? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah that save. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you have it. I have. Yeah, it's just—it's crazy. It reminds—it reminds me of this uh, 2016 Verstappen save in uh, in Brazil in the West. You remember yeah, that? but but it, just... it, it was not even ah. that long. Like the, this one seemed like very a very long time to uh, you know drive the car in that in that sliding condition. It's like it's 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 drifting, right? It, it is. Drifting. Yeah, and and he it's was like... following. I think he was following the race leader. I mean, I'm sorry, yeah. I don't I don't know the name of these guys. I right. should. Um, right. but he he was following the race leader, so he came out like one lap before. And right. he was already struggling with his slick tires. Yeah. Uh, and he, it was like drying conditions, but there were yeah. still damp There's patches still on, the, on the track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then he, like the the commentators, they were saying that he should be up to, like his tires should be up to the temperature, but apparently it was not. Dude, or maybe he just drove through. Yeah, I, either yeah. that or maybe he drove he through, drove a, through a, a, a damp patch. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah, because he was following the leader and he was supposed to take the like he actually overtook the leader anyway after right after that. Yeah, yeah. But then like he caught it and he well he didn't really caught he was catching it through right. Oh yeah, he, yeah. He just 
I don't yeah, think he, he even cheered. lost any pace. I don't think he even lost any no, pace. No, I mean, obviously, you lose pace. Like, he sliding, did. Like... He did, but it's, it's like so prolific. It just doesn't seem like it. Like, it's just so smooth, man. Yeah, it's yeah. Amazing. I know what you. Uh, I know. I, I know what you're trying to say. Like when Verstappen yeah. saved that one in Brazil, hmm. he almost stopped. Right. Like, yeah, he caught it. He 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 put the steering lock. The car straightened out. But he almost stopped, and then he had to right. you know exert it back again. But yeah. this one, you were right. He was like you know on on the on the go. He just did a massive slide, and and he was on his yeah. way. Yeah, that was yeah. Amazing. The, like the counter steer. If you if you are wondering about you know. First over steering and then counter steering to get that balance in. I'm not that much of a technical expert, but it it looked like really amazing. Like wow, it is very very satisfactory to watch. Like it yeah, just worked yeah. out so perfectly. Like, yeah, and the, like the whole time he was kind of fighting with the wheel, but yeah, he just he just caught it. And even when you when he's getting out of the slide, there was like a massive like a snap of uh, oversteer, but he yeah. caught that one also. And then yeah, it was. You know what? Last week, I think it was last week's episode in the Beyond the Weed podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so Colton Hodder was interviewed, and it kind of hyped me up already. Like, yeah, maybe it's like a new phase. He can bring like a new fan base with him. Right. Um, and and I'm I'm really excited. I'm really excited for him if he like uh, how he does in in the McLaren test that yeah. he has scheduled later this year. Um. It it could be really nice. Like it, it could kind of open up, I guess. Um, kind of like a channel. No, like a yeah, exactly. It's not a swap, yeah. but it's like at, at least it's a channel. So it's not all Grojons and Ericsons leaving F one going to it. It could be right. the other way around too. Right, it's it's the other way around, and and also potentially, right? Uh, now now all of these uh, you know all of these young drivers are selected from the feeder programs, right? From you know, from F two, F three, F four, regionals, all that stuff. So, if if there is another channel, so it gives young drivers another potential kind of uh, offshoot. If even if they can't make it in these junior programs, so you know the dream is not over. You can still have a another channel open. It's it's the same thing as when uh, you know in NFL, if if you are not drafted to, through the college football system. You, you you can you can go and uh, give it a try in Canadian Football League or you know or the USFL League and uh, have a channel from there to get into the NFL. So it's it's more the channel, more the player pool, the more richer is the sport. That's what I feel. So yeah, it's, oh, yeah. it's great for everyone. That's true, but you know th- there are certain people who are kind of overstaying their welcome in F1. Yeah. Point in case Kimi last year. He, yeah. he was phoning it in. For yeah, he was not it. in it. Like, yeah. I think it was in Portimao where he just drove into um, our Italian Jesus. Yeah. Um, and he, yeah, he was right. not even paying attention that Giovanni was right up, up ahead. He was like adjusting something on the steering and he just drove into his car. Yeah, yeah. It it was very bizarre. And, I mean... and, and I just, okay, I know Alonso is performing pretty well. He's, he has Taken the measure of Ocon in quite a few of the races. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Alonso but... is far from uh, checking out, though. As far as I can tell, Alonso is pretty much dialed That's in. That's true, but going for wouldn't it. you, wouldn't you think, like for a team who are rebuilding, let's say, right. um, it would be better if they ha- if they had like one established good driver hmm. and one rookie who you know 
like like what Mercedes kind of have right now. Yeah. Or yeah. what uh, Haas has right now. Haas. Right. Anyway. Right. But I, yeah, keeping Alonso, if they, if they can build like a you know race winning car within the next one or two years, it, I can still see it being beneficial for Alpine. Hmm. But if you have Oscar Piastri in that seat from this yeah. season, yeah, maybe you wouldn't get as many points or <clears throat> bad luck. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, right. um, <laughs> um, Maybe two years down the line, you have a you know semi-vet racer in your hand, and we already know that Lando Norris or Jacques Leclerc, Verstappen, mm. they are not going anywhere. They are here to stay. Yeah. So for Alpine, it's it's gonna be difficult if you if you don't train someone, and especially when you when you have a driver like Oscar Piastri in your hand. Like, why would you? I just yeah I don't understand yeah, though it's it's bizarre but uh, I do understand from Sartre's standpoints it's like it's like a uh, it's, it's like a driver like Alonso is that that comes with huge financial implications and uh, huge implications on immediate point boards as as well right and uh, it's yeah. see look it's a, it's a age old age old kind of question in any kind of sporting scenario where to with, hold on to your veterans for as long as possible or to bring in the young people to to give them the best fighting chance right and it's like yeah, you know obviously you you have to find the right balance there but uh, as as long as ps3 is still there in, in in this system and still kind of taking it in and potentially if ps3 can go and drive for some other team who are looking for some some kind of a you know loan deal for lack of a better word uh, and can give him uh, more time on the grid more real driving experience the more the better it, it would have been for the both parties for the team and the player right but that's true that's definitely true but we are yeah. lacking the seats we are we are definitely yeah. lacking yeah. enough team and that kind of ties into our probably next point that we want to bring it's it's unready what, what, yeah. what is going on with them yeah um I, I i am kind of looking towards you for the explanation because i i'm i'm lost here i don't know right right so w- during the miami gp weekend we saw andretti was going like in in different pit walls and he was talking to different uh, team bosses right. trying to convince them and and all of that but it kind of has stalled because if i has a Okay, so it's it, 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 it's a it's a strange kind of notion that Andretti is asking FIA mm. and and the teams to somehow waiver, like asking for a waiver for the two hundred million entry fee. Right. And in the last Concord agreement in twenty nineteen, I think uh, all the teams agreed to have this two hundred million entry fee to, as like an anti dilution uh, fund. Right. 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 So the idea is that. A team would give the two 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 hundred million when they're entering, and that two hundred million would get redistributed through, um, you know, like the prize money for yeah. all the teams. Right. So then, over the year, the team will recoup back all all the you know all right. the money that they have put in. At the same time, they like all the existing team would not be at disadvantage because they they will get substantially more money. For the for the small time being. Now, right. Andretti is running, I think, three different teams in Indy. Yeah. And there are some allegations that the teams are not very well managed. But he has a lot of 
financial backup let's say. Mm, mm, so mm. i just don't understand first of all if he really wants to join if they're willing to join then why they have not planned for it because they knew first of all mm. that they will have to give this 200 million uh, as an entry fee mm. um and the second thing is there there were talks between andretti and uh, sauber last year so mm. the deal was almost happened um and i think sauber was going to be sold for 200 million and then andretti kind of backed out because sauber increased the price and they wanted like some kind of um assurance that the team team would not be sold off or or you know the performance would not be slacking or something like that Right. So clearly they have the money. Yeah. Now, arguably, if you're buying a team with 200 million, then you are getting all the infrastructure and everything. But then here is it's nothing. It's just to to get your name, you know. Yeah. Just yeah. Uh, just to create an entity. Um, but it's just like, is there enough intent from the mm. from on uh, the Andretti Group's perspective? Right. Because they are making a lot of noises, like yeah, we want to go in, and you know, it's it's almost like they're they're at the disadvantage, um, mm. and and they are not like it's almost like the old guards of the F1 are kind of gatekeeping. At least that's the narrative they're yeah. going for. Mm. 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 But they knew it. this uh, this agreement is not new. Uh, yeah, they, this has been, been there for ages, four years yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean at least at least four years now. Yeah. I just I don't understand like what. why they're making such a big hay of it and obviously if you leave it to the fans the fans want to see more cars the fans yeah, want to they see more yeah they will rile up yeah obviously that yeah. is true but think about this in 2020 um sorry in 2021 hmm. we had a Haas team which right. were not competing which could not yeah compete they couldn't do anything almost from the second race yeah right yeah. Yeah. So they were always 19 and 20 yeah? they could yeah. not race they were just racing each other and ruining each other's race right um they were bringing out flags and stuff yeah um they did not contribute to the sports they were not true. financially viable yep so i just feel like if we add another team which is which could be potentially similar to Haas 2020 mm is it yeah. worthwhile it, it is yeah yeah that, that is the point and here here is a thing where um why the teams cannot uh, teams may be a bit reluctant to let another um potential team in so teams will be more okay with uh, teams getting re- replaced right so it's like they are kind of looking at it as a, as a big pie and they are looking at it as okay if, if you have to divide it among more people we each get a less like a like a smaller piece of pie right so i think they are from the perspective of television deals and ad deals and what not they are looking at it from that perspective maybe now saying that it may also be that uh, because it it will be a brand new team with no in infrastructure for andreati although they they have you know experience in running a, a, a motorsport team not not only one like as you say like three teams right so they they can bring their expertise from there to from those indicar scenario to here but i still don't, right. don't know like how you know how well that translates if that makes sense and if we if we have instead of two let's say four back markers now they always uh, you know stay behind ka kind of that doesn't oh, really no, make no no not not yeah. four we have three so latifi and yeah Lat- yeah that's right 
That, that's right. So it's yeah, you know, it's it, it just it just looks looks odd, isn't it? It's but it, yeah, this it is does. a call it, for the it surely does. to take. Yeah, yeah. This is a call for the if, if one to take. Like what what do they want to do? Do they want to expand and let more drivers in? That will really expand the sport though. If, if they bring in more drivers, so uh, so let, let's say a guy like Oscar Piastri, who we were just talking about. So let, let's say he gets a seat there. It, it's it's good for the sport, right? It's a talented driver getting a seat and blah blah blah. But then again, if, if another driver comes in who is not really ready for F1, and uh, it gets a bit dicey there, right? So yeah, yeah, it's, it's just a balancing act, I guess, like anything. Yeah, that is true. Um, that being said, Andretti has in their plans, they want to build their chassis mm-hmm. in, I think, in a factory in the UK. Okay. They want to get their engine from Alpine. They want mm-hmm. to use the wind tunnels in, of, of Ferrari, I think, in, mm-hmm. in Italy. And they want to build the monocoque and everything else in US. So that's going to work out for sure, isn't it? I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I can. It will be nice to have new teams, but, yeah, uh, but this the cost no seems to be high. Yeah, it's cost in in many senses, like literally and figuratively, the cost seems a bit high. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it it's good, but you know, at what cost? <laughs> right, but anyway, we can. Yeah, we can move move away from Andretti for now because. It's been a contentious issue and it's just going on. And apparently this week there was supposed to be a meeting between the FIA and the and Andretti group. And we, we will see what, what happens. Yeah. Um, if we are going to have new team on the quiz uh, in two years' time or one and a half years' time. Right, right. Anywho. Yeah. Um, Let's going talk forward, about FIA. Yeah. All right. Or, or did you want to have, have another topic? Uh, no, it's fine. Go ahead. All right. So uh, there was an in the interview with uh, Mohammed bin Sulaim, right? The um, um, the FIA president, right? And he mentioned that from 2023, he is potentially looking forward to three race directors, right? And he is not ruling out um, the reappointment of Michael Massey. And uh, it's, <laughs> yeah, that's it's, gonna go very well. It's yes, yes, but here's the thing though. So, uh, we we know that uh, Mercedes was and still is kind of a powerhouse and and has a lot of sway over the FIA. But I I don't know in the current scenario with the new F1 uh, with the new FIA boss rather how much of you know impact they have <laughs> within the FIA, right? And um, he has uh, even said, uh, and I quote, that I didn't get rid of Michael. It is not as if we said it is the end of Masi with the FIA. I don't do that sort of a thing. I have no personal issues with him. I don't hate anyone. Um, Michael is there and we might use him and blah, 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 right? It's it's like, uh, I think like the door is still open that uh, Michael Masi may return as a race director in 2023. Head's gonna roll. You know what? Head's gonna roll. They, yeah. yeah, I'm not sure if head's gonna roll because... I think we should take a lesson from history when it when it comes down to FIA and Mercedes. Yeah. So, okay, let's let's go back about seventy years. Um, okay. So Mercedes in the nineteen forties, after the 
so the, in the middle of the uh, 1940s, they they were building only like sedans, sedans, sedans. Anyway, sedans, yeah. um, right. And in 1946, uh, they changed uh, their te- technical boss, whatever uh, you know, boss person. <laughs> see what I person. think. All right, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And he wanted to bring Mercedes back to racing because mm. obviously because of the World War and stuff, they were not racing anymore and there right. was no racing event. Um, so he ordered to build a new Mercedes from all the old Volkswagen uh, parts. stuff lying yeah. around. Yeah. Parts, yeah. And they built the Mercedes S500, S, S300, S500. And, 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 um, so that car was built within three years. Hmm. It was a sedan hmm. and it didn't have enough space for doors. So it, okay. it introduced the yeah, it introduced the first this wing wing shaped doors. And All that right. car went on to win three back-to-back Le Mans. That car went on to win 14 of the 16 GPs it entered. Wow. And hmm. all among these 14 F1 GPs entered, uh, it had eight of them one two and three and 11 of them were back to like one two right it went on to win the mexican uh this endurance race which happens like the whole uh, it goes like the across from the east coast on the uh, west coast of, of uh, mexico hmm. so it, it basically won in every uh you know diaspora of racing right. and then they, they just canceled they canceled the program. They canceled the car. They didn't make it make it anymore. They didn't make try try to you know make it road legal event, and they just withdrew from the post. Sports. Yeah, so why? there there is a reason behind that. I, I think there was a huge crash involving a Mercedes when some people lost their lives, and uh, after that they kind of withdrew from all kind of motorsport. If I'm not wrong. Yeah, you're you're definitely right. But so why I went on the tangent mm-hmm. because. That was the first time Mercedes won everything and left. And <laughs> right. then they fucked off for like 50 years. Right. Now, the second time, uh, the second well example I would like to give is in the um, Formula E. So they yeah. joined there. They kind of dominated for two years. Yeah. And then after winning all of that, they just fucked right off. And then they gave the helm to the, um, what's it called? McLaren. Yeah. yeah. And now... McLaren is going to run the, run with their engine, although, yeah, well, technically Mercedes is going to uh, provide them the, the engine, but the team is not marked anymore. Yeah. And now Mercedes is coming out of the back of eight back-to-back championships. Right. So the time and is ripe for them fucking off. Yes. <laughs> the time is absolutely ripe for them to just like, say yeah. And, <laughs> you know, with VW joining, there will be more competition oh, yeah. with the with the other automakers um the engine rules are changing so they have to build a new engine for the new specifications yeah so they don't have the advantages anymore i just feel like if 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 i and Mercedes is going toe to toe and if i is going to you know figuratively put their feet down yeah i think they might just push Mercedes out of the sport again yeah yeah that that might ha- happen and it as as you said it's it's not the first time they they would be doing that and it's it's almost like um uh it's 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 almost like i i don't know how correct this is obviously i'm wrong here but it just makes me think that if mercedes wasn't this bad this is this season then 
like how far if i would, would have gone but because they are you know kind of down and uh, the influence is kind of fading it's like it seems like a falling republic kind of thing right it's like <laughs> It's it's like an odd feeling. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think you're enjoying yourself too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's just it definitely feels like an end end of an era, with them kind of you know, um, kind of in the back mark. Not back markers also. We are just you know because uh, Dude, we are used to seeing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're not that P4 bad. And P5 I know. Consistently, Nietzsche. So what are we talking yeah. about? Yeah, but still, it if, if by Mercedes standards, they they kind of look like. you know they are not like having the best time out there which is true so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you you you're right it's kind of like the united effect it's like yeah okay they are right. p6 p7 but, right, but they shouldn't be there yeah exactly exactly that's that that's the thing right when 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 it's a big team that is kind of falling from the right from the absolute top you kind of notice it and even casual fans notice it everyone yeah, kind you of probably try you probably you know over overestimate the, how much they have fallen that is true yeah 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 all right um what next what should we talk talk about next so there is a small news out of the f1 para um mm-hmm. jay sever right. he said that williams are considering replacing latifi midway through this season Mm. and they will probably replace him with Nick DeVries who is like a Mercedes uh, junior driver right right i mean obviously we know Nick DeVries cannot have any space in the Mercedes team right now because i don't think Lewis is leaving in time soon and obviously other people yeah. right um so it kind of makes sense because you know Williams has this engine deal with Mercedes so DeVries yeah. is probably going to be there yeah and, and, and i think i think like you were saying before right so, so some some of the drivers may be overstaying their welcome and they are kind of checked out and they have had enough chances to to show what they're made of and they're not really showing us so latifi definitely falls into that category i think what what do you say yeah that's true but at the same time latifi was in the team because he was bringing a lot of financial yeah. boost yeah and the team needed it but yeah. maybe with albon he is also bringing quite a lot of money with him right. um and maybe dolton is becoming a bit more self reliant so mm. it could be the time for let me just say goodbye to formula 1 um yeah. and i think you have noted that uh, for this young driver mandatory sessions like which are supposed to be two sessions in the whole year uh devries is going to be driving with uh, williams this week So it's going to be interesting like how how he kind of tallies against Albon. Mm. Um and that should that should at least give us some impression like how where he stands as a driver like although it's definitely too old to already to say anything um, yeah. because he hasn't he hasn't driven for a long time but right. it's it's going to be something to look at I think in FP1. I mean FP1 sessions are usually usually boring anyway. Yeah, um, that's right. You don't get a lot of data. Yeah. So um yeah. yeah yeah and and for young, young drivers it's it's huge uh, those those sessions are huge for those inputs right like the like the drivability in, in inputs and it goes kind of both ways because they can help their engineers the engineers can help them understand the car car better so when the switch does happen it's like it's not like they right. completely right. new to them yeah yeah me yeah you, you, i think you're right because um like when george drove for Uh, in Lewis's car, 
yeah. in, in the secure group oh, yeah. in 20, 2020. Yeah. So maybe like he already was dealing with the team from back then and he knew certain, you know, certain chemistry and stuff like that oh, yeah. in the team. Yeah. Although it's on the other side of the team, obviously, because right. it's he, he inherited Valtteri's side. Yeah. But but still, it's yeah. It's a maybe huge... you're yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. So anyway, things to look look forward to Barcelona. First of all, hmm. almost all of the teams are bringing their massive, like the first massive upgrade. Oh package. yeah, yeah. That was kind this, of ex- expected though, isn't it? Because it being uh, exactly. Barcelona. And uh, I mean, for the listeners out there, I think uh, I would give, I, I would try to give at least a one-liner explanation on why oh, yes, that happens, right? So you, you can say the Barcelona track is a proper representative track as a combination of all the tracks in the calendar, right? So it kind of has high-speed corners, low-speed corners. It, it, it has um, high variations in altitude. So everything you can expect, every combination it ca- you can expect out of all of the uh, race tracks that are there, that is there in Barcelona in some kind of capacity. And that is the yes. re- reason why most of the preseason uh Testing is done at uh, Barcelona. All, although Bayern is trying to buy the rights of televised um, pre season testing, but the real preseason testing for data collecting and all intents and purposes are done in Barcelona. I think. Uh, I think yeah. that's the best. Yeah, you're absolutely do. right, and that's also the reason why the teams are always aiming to bring their first major upgrade package to Barcelona because they have the data from the testing, so right. they can very easily map against that um, and they have thousands of data points from the year previous so they can correlate right. and also you know um, kind of uh, associate what to expect and, 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 and which places to improve and what has uh, you know to check what has improved already right. um, but what, what that does is usually Barcelona makes for a pretty boring race That's because, right. yeah. because it kind of brings out the absolute uh, picking order in the team, yeah. so like what happens is this is the first two, I don't know, fastest or, or most stable cars are up there with the teammates, and then it's just yeah, it, it goes down after that. But maybe this year it could be interesting because the because the car cars are being able to follow each other around a bit. Like mm-hmm. last year in Barcelona, um, the lead change, so like the, there was overtake for lead change right. between Luis and uh, was it though? Hmm. Maybe I'm mistaken because I remember Lewis over overtook uh, Verstappen towards the end of the Grand Prix, but mm. I'm not sure if it was the win or not because Valtteri was also up there. But anyway, right. Um, right. yeah. So it, it it should be it in theory hypothetically uh, it it could be an interesting GP to to see. And this week the FIA were also considering uh, removing the chicane in the in the last uh, last sector of Barcelona, which kind of wins the track because the cars can't really follow, you know, right, right. Um, before before the start finish straight. So yeah. if that happens, that's that's going to improve the racing quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, I of of course that that could could be a great step to you know kind of um, improve the racing experience. It seems that like uh, Barcelona is basically huge for the for the teams and the constructors. In order to understand where they are, where the car is, what kind of upgrade they got for the first time, but it, can, yeah. as you said, right, it can be a very boring race for the spectators like us. It's like, it's yeah, it's very yeah, kind of... it yeah, it it usually doesn't create a lot of excitement. 